0: So the wildest story that, you know, that I can tell you from my agency is actually when one of my uh, soon-to-be customers, I assume, you know, actually lied to us and uh, bought a policy from us. And then we're trying to bind the the bundle, and we actually only ended up doing the the auto. And he said that he would do the the homeowners uh, the next week. So it turns out that the next day after doing the auto policy with us, he went to another agency nearby and he actually purchased a home insurance from them. And everything was fine, you know, we're cool with that. However, after, I don't know, two, three weeks, claims called me and they said, hey, you know, we actually have a claim, a water backup claim from from this customer. And he is saying that he told you to start the policy when when he bought the auto policy, and the policy that that he has is really not gonna cover him because, you know, he says that that the rain actually took place The day or the night when when he bought the auto policy, so he was trying to get coverage for that, and so I had to explain everything to claims and all of that. And turns out that even if he had bought it, if we had found it, it would have not covered him because there's a ten day waiting period for water backup claims. And so they told me that I explained all of that to me. So so he got so mad, so mad that he actually threatened to come to the office. And beat me up, so I was like, well, you know what? I'm glad that you're telling me because now I can file a police report and let them. <laughs> Happens to me, you know they can go looking for you, and you know it was it was a little um, scary, I guess, at, at first. But you know it's something that we just laugh about now.
1: You were looking over your shoulder <laughs> there for a couple of weeks, huh?
0: You know, actually, and, That's and I crazy. Here's the thing, you know, you, you guys. I don't know how far you live from your agency, but actually, I'm like five minutes from my agency. So anyone, could, you know, just follow me, and you know. I mean, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I'm a firm believer that if you do well by everyone, there's really nothing to fear, and that's really how I live my life. So I'm not wasn't really afraid, but yeah, just a story to tell. Yeah, that's wild, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so so, anyways, my name is Miguel Gonzalez. I'm from Bolingbrook, and I've had my agency for close to 15 years, and it's 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 great to be here with you guys. Insurance
1: dudes are on a mission to escape being handcuffed by our agencies.
2: How? By uncovering the secrets to creating a predictable, consistent, and profitable agency sales machine. I am Craig Pretziker. I am Jason Feltman. We are agents. We are insurance dudes. Right now, while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com.
1: We took our notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using
2: these strategies led Craig and I to selling more than $10 in premium in the
1: last two years. On this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the same results. Just go to live.teledudes.com. .com to
2: register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us. If you jump on
1: this call with us, we're certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there. Nice. Awesome. Well, welcome, welcome to the insurance. Miguel.
0: Welcome, and, Miguel. And of course, you know, I am an insurance dude. Yes. There we go. Him, put, he's putting <laughs> on the gear. Look at that. That great. I, I like this hat a lot. I wear it all the time. I love it. And I remember Jason I saying it. once that, you know, that's a way of marketing because, you know, people are going to be like, hey, you know, you're in insurance. And I've actually gotten that a couple of times. So, so that's cool. You
1: are the insurance dude with
0: that. <laughs> on. Yeah, it, it is
2: funny. People, people always have to like, what? What is that? You would never think that the word dude and insurance would ever go together until, you, you know,
0: until they they us, knuckleheads. Jason right (laughs) yeah but it is a good conversation for
1: 500 episodes oh wow (laughs) that's amazing that's pretty crazy so
2: miguel we've known you for a while but we actually don't know over this uh we found out that you've been an insurance dude for 15 years now but like what got you into this crazy business of insurance
0: well, it's funny that you ask, because I know that, you know, oftentimes I've heard people say that, I mean, insurance is not one of those things that people want to grow up and, and and do that for a living, right? And I don't think I grew up wanting to be an insurance agent, but my mom was a life insurance agent. My uncle wasn't a life insurance agent. And then when I was in college, I didn't know this, but one of my uncles actually owned an insurance agency. And when I when I realized that he was with Allstate, you know, I actually went over and, hey, you know, would you hire me? And so he did. So I worked for him for a few years when I was in college. I actually got my sister in the agency with my uncle. And so I really liked it. You know, so I, I ended up graduating from college in 96, went on to work as a software engineer for 10 years. And when I was going to be a father, you know, I started thinking like, you know what? I don't think I can keep up with this schedule because I really loved what I did. But it was kind of demanding. I worked downtown, and hours were long and, you know, there's traveling involved in my future, and so I thought back, and I actually went back to one of the persons that that I knew from Allstate, and he was like, "Yeah, of course, man, we'll we'll, we'll consider you." And it's funny because I did one of those, you know, assessment personality assessments, and I guess I didn't come back as 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 the ideal candidate. He said, "You know, you, you you're okay, but you know, we'll probably give you a chance just because of your background, and and uh, we know that you worked in insurance before." So, but that's that's what got me in insurance, and I don't know. I, I think I I liked it. I never had. I mean, I like technology and everything, but I think I kind of knew that I would always come back to insurance because I mean, he had yeah. just been in the family for, for a while.
1: So that's what cool. was one of the big? Oh, sorry.
0: I was just saying that's cool.
1: But it is cool. It's very <laughs> cool. And 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 from that, what would you, what would you say was the biggest early win that got you going, got you excited about what you were doing, besides somebody threatening to beat you up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i think that you know i mean it, it's it's kind of hard you know i it, it's true that i had a background in insurance and all that however you know my background was not really being an owner or running a, a a business right so knowing how to write the policy knowing how to take a payment or whatever i did before you know is really no compression to actually running an agency so for me it was a big shock you know the first five six months and i i think you know what one of my biggest wins was when i hired my first person right i remember that she started with me like in december i, st- I opened the agency in, in march and the, that you know first part of the year i kind of went in by myself sure you know i had the money for marketing was doing a little bit trying to do everything myself and i wasn't doing t- too bad i got my 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 startup bonus and all of that so that was that was one of the early wins getting all those initial bonuses but i think that the the one thing that made the biggest difference is when i hired someone and actually start uh, marketing with that person, start buying actual internet leads, right? And they were a lot better back then. But but <laughs> I think, yeah, realizing that that I I was not going to be the one actually talking to customers all the time and that I needed someone else and ac- actually pulling the trigger on that and deciding to spend money and bringing someone on board, spending money on marketing all that, and then seeing the return of that and actually making it back in bonus, that was my, I think the one thing that, that made the difference for me.
2: Early on. that is funny how that works out, huh? It's like, it's almost impossible to not look at it like an expense. Like it's just costing so much money when in actuality you're buying time. You're buying, you, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's an investment in the future. It's definitely delayed gratification, but, um, yeah. It, it's extremely liberating <laughs> that feeling and
0: that, you know, what uh, anybody that, 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 I talk to that, that, that's just starting to, you know, as an insurance agent or really any other business, that's one of the things that I kind of bring to their attention, right? Like I don't, and and this is why I appreciate, you know, guys like you, because you, you go on and you, you tell us all, give us the, a recipe, you know, through the shows and, and the other ventures that you have going on on how to do it. And back then, Man, I wish somebody was out there, you know, doing the same thing that, that you guys are doing with with Tele Dudes or, or uh, with the podcast, because th- there wasn't really anybody that would talk to me back then. And, and just figuring it out on your own. I mean, it, it, it was scary and it was kind of costly, to be honest with you. But yeah, back to that, it's, it's just realizing that, that yeah, you know, you, you, you do need to let go of that money and trust the process that you're going to make it back. And honestly, it's been one of the big, the best investments in my life. Right, I feel.
2: Ah, that's awesome. When I started, it's going to be six years. It's exactly six years ago when I started. I'll never forget, like trying to figure it all out and what what is the recipe? Like, what do you do? Hearing about all the cross selling and everything else, I, I was just we could not gain traction. Not the kind of traction that you see and emails and, you know, what all the other agents are doing and, and it just, nothing made sense. So yeah, it, it is. And you feel like you're on an Island because especially when you're, when you want to do a lot more, you know, I remember reaching out to uh, the carriers and, and asking what's the competitive advantage. And they pretty much said you are, we can't yeah. tell you anything legally. And I was like, well, that's crazy. <laughs> Cause I don't know. Right. Any, they're like, you are. And I'm like, I know nothing. I know nothing about what I'm doing. So if I'm the like advantage here, we, we are in some big trouble,
0: <laughs> but yeah. 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 And that's exactly how it was. I mean, I remember going to actually one of the the original meetings, you know, early on and just, you know, I always like to ask a lot of questions and you guys probably know when, uh, you know, when, when I'm in the, in, in some the zoom meetings and that I, I can't help myself, you know, except that, you know, sometimes I don't, I, I don't turn on my camera. So I can't ask questions <laughs> if I don't have a camera. <laughs> but um, I remember early on going to, to one of the meetings and I was sitting right at the front and trying to ask questions and, and trying to meet people. And, man, it was hard. It was hard. Yeah. Because, you know, everyone is on their own. And in a way, you we're kind of competing against each other, I guess. But, right. you know, and I remember talking to someone and I remember his name, Eric. You know, he was a heavy hitter in my market. And then I remember, hey dude, so 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 what's going on? How how are you doing? He was like, you know, I'm I'm buying leads from um actually X dates from this vendor, you know, and um I can tell you more if you call me. And then I called him and man, he never picked up. Oh and then came again, and and he never picked up. And and so and I I mean not I, I don't blame them, obviously, you know, they're not getting paid to do that, it's not their job to do that, but it's all yeah. just to you know to to show really how hard it could be and how valuable it is when people do things that that would help others like you know like some of the things that a lot of other guys are doing and, and you guys also yeah. yeah
2: so take us back you, you said you started uh, it was a while before you did that first hire so since then that was 15 years ago up to now what does your agency look like with your team
0: and what are their roles in the agency so, you know, I mean, so, so back then, obviously it was just, it was me, you know, it took a couple of years, you know, before I hired a couple more people and that. And so I've gone through the process much like anybody else. I think, you know, just realizing that, that your role eventually needs to change, right? Like, you know, at the beginning, I was doing a lot of the the service, a lot of the writing myself and, 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 and all of that. And right now I have a team of seven people. And we are not entirely divided in sales and service, but it's more, I think we try to do more like task oriented where, you know, some of us are are more uh, specialized, uh, not necessarily 100% in service, but maybe in different tasks, right? Mm. And I've gone back and forth, you know, with different things, but right now, you know, that seems to be working are really good like you know one of our, my agents you know she's she's really crushing it and she's just taking all the call ins and and all of my referrals you know I give them to her she's she's like a closer and then you know I have a couple of other agents that are just doing what we call the outside sales stuff where it's more outbound calling and all of that and then I have a few more people that I that are basically just doing the service work and helping us get leads out of those um, inbound calls and that that is that is the structure so it seems to be working for now. You know, I mean, I'm always open to making um, adjustments and just changing depending on the need. But I think that uh, based on, on what I'm doing right now, I will try to continue to scale that a little bit more and see how far I can get before I start, you know, looking at different options. It's awesome to get to
1: having that team and they look up to you, and, and you're helping change their lives, right? By by providing being a positive role model and, and helping them be successful. What kind of things have you done in the agency to create that, like a strong culture? Cause it sounds like you have that there.
0: Well, you know, I, I started going to a lot of those, you know, uh, self-development, uh, you know, seminars and things like that. And, and then attending diff- different insurance events and, th- and, and all sorts of things. And I started picking up different things everywhere, but it really was hard to implement them. And I think, you know, when, when I started looking at, at some of the roadmaps that are actually given to us by some of those um, event uh, organizers, right, it was kind of hard. So to be honest with you, I started following a more specific plan when I implemented a peak performance plan that, that you have. And that really gave me more focus in, first of all, making sure that that I was consistent with, um, with scripts, consistent with, with training consistent with marketing and just making sure that it was not the flavor of the day. Right. And right. obviously, you know, things have changed a little bit, you know, uh, in terms of how we handle things, but there are things that, that I, I am very consistent with that, 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 that I don't really change anymore. And one of them is, is making sure that, that we keep the accountability through self-reporting, right. Uh, tracking activity and, and, um, and basically every day being, being on dad, you know, having our daily meetings and just touching base, even even when it gets kind of hard. And I know that, you you know, you were talking about or um, making it funner and, and all of that through different doing it differently. I remember one of my agents actually was telling me that, you know, she learned a technique of actually doing the script with a really high pitched voice, right? So you know, just finding variety with with uh, how to implement things, but being consistent with the core structure of the things that I, that I think that, that 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 make the the culture really unique yeah. and, and valuable. and then besides that, honestly, I feel that I care a lot about my team. You know my team is is really excellent, right and And, and I would give anything for anyone in my team they're, i mean they they're really hard workers. And helping them grow in the, in the industry is, is really one of my top priorities. And that's the other reason why, you know, I, I want to be consistent, because I think it's hard to, to get to that point when you when you realize that, you know what, I'm not actually being a nice person to this team member by not keeping them accountable, because, because they, I'm not doing them any favors. That's really not going to help them. That's not going to help them make more money in the future in commissions or really grow as a professional. And so, so taking on that role of knowing that, hey, you know, you kind of are responsible as a leader to help this person grow as a professional, to help this person provide for their family, and really create an opportunity for them so that they could they could continue to do that. And that realization, I think, is is one of the reasons why I am very focused on being consistent with these things that I kind of brought up to you. Yeah. It's funny. It kind of mimics kids too,
2: right? Like it's easy to just sweep some stuff under the rug, but at the end of the day, you're not helping them. Like they need structure. They need accountability so that they can grow up to be awesome young men and women. But I mean, the same with our staff, you know, you want them to grow. And and it's funny how in our agencies, uh, it just seems like, you know, if you don't help someone grow, they eventually will find that somewhere else you know but like yeah it's it's our job to nurture successful people
0: yeah that's exactly right and and i think you know it's it's hard to come to that point because you you think like oh man i don't want to be tough you know they may be i don't know going through something they I, I don't know you know i mean really it's in everyone's best interest to make sure that we're consistent that we're keep them accountable that we stay accountable ourselves and that is really I think what you would expect from anyone that cares about you, right?
2: Hundred percent. So, how do you recruit? How do you bring people on the team?
0: Ah, uh, well, you know, there are many different ways, right? I mean, as as most of us right now, that's that's probably the most difficult part. But I, for me, you know, I, I use right now different vendors. I have used. I don't know if if we can um, yeah. mention them a but you know, we have used the the group events with the two different vendors that seem to be common nowadays. And then uh, uh, I've also used um, I, uh, direct um, advertising through Indeed. And then also with the team, actually, I was trying to bring someone on board this week that, that was referred to me by one of my my team members. I don't know if it's going to work out or not, but I think that just having the, all those different sources is important. I am trying to figure out how to advertise through Facebook and maybe you know just get a few applicants through there. And right now that's what, that's basically what I do. Cool. Awesome.
1: So you bring them on, let's say you hire up, right? You, you do your whole interviewing process, find them. What do you do once they're in the door that makes them part of the team
0: and that's ultimately successful? Well, right now, I mean, I basically, I have a plan for everyone, right? An onboarding plan where it varies depending on a little bit on the, on the experience. If it's, if it's someone that doesn't have a license, it will be a little bit different than someone that, that's already licensed. But typically what I do is I go through the, right now I'm actually going through the script that, that we have our sales script and make sure that before they get in the phones, before they do anyone, before they quote anybody, they actually know that script really good to make, make sure that they, they actually know how to explain coverage the way that I wanted to explain it. And I know that there's different opinions, right? Like a lot of people like to just put them on the phone and make sure that they have the grit. And I have tried that too. And I think it, it, it has worked also. But right now I'm going this this way just because I want them to feel empowered or really confident that they know what they're doing before they start talking to anybody about insurance. So I have basically a list of, of trainings that we do. And really, I mean, they're, they're not ready to actually go through it until maybe second week of that. And we, we just, I spent time with them basically i don't know like three four hours daily just practicing and making sure that they know how to how to um, explain insurance how to overcome the uh, front end objections and also the um, closing techniques that is awesome yeah awesome
2: so what would you say out of all of your uh the training that you do what is your most effective training tip that you can give all the insurance dudes and dudettes out there
0: I think that one of the most effective things that I have learned is to get to know the person a little bit better and know how they learn and mm. I, I know that people use different uh, personality assessments and some people you know swear by them some people don't for me I, I really do like them because it tells me a little bit more about how they learn what kind of person they they are you know what kinds of things are important to them and so that way when I'm training with them I can I can make that connection. And I can almost like when I'm when we're trying to close a customer, right, that you tell them stories, you tell you illustrate how this insurance policy is going to actually help them, you know, protect their family. Same way, you know, the better I know my 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 team member, the better I'm going to be able to coach them and actually um, bring them on board with the um, scripts and, and, and really the culture of the agency. So so that way, when I'm training with them, I can tell them, like, look, you know, this is a way that that you would do it because remember that, you know, in a year you want to get married and you want, you want to probably buy a nice ring for your, for fiance. So this is, you know, just making sure that, that you follow our script, that you overcome the objections at least three times, you know, it's going to help you maybe not close every single person, but we don't need every single one. We just need two, three more. And, and so this is how you're going to do it. And so, yeah. so, so that piece of, of, uh, Doing a personality assessment and just knowing knowing them a little bit better, I think is is crucial to me. How about keeping them motivated? Because there's a lot of monotony, right? Quote after quote after quote. How do you keep them?
1: Woo! How do you keep them loving it?
0: Yeah, that's a t- that's a that's a tough one, right? Especially, I mean, I, I think it depends on the on their role. Like for me, it is more difficult to keep a person motivated when they're on the outside team, where it's basically a lot of calls and a lot of rejection. Sometimes it does seem like at, at times you 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 really don't get it right. Taking breaks in between, and maybe also taking some of those calls that maybe they were not successful with, and and just doing it with them. Like I remember last year, I think it was in maybe a couple of years ago, a, a little bit longer. I had someone, he was like, oh, dude, man, oh, that's not happening, Miguel. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you know, people are answering, but, you know, they don't they don't really want insurance. man. They're like, oh, show me one person that you got. Well, I got this one, Gary. Okay, so what do you know about him? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's just that he doesn't want insurance, man. Do you figure out who he's, who he's with? Yeah, he's with Progressive. All right, let's do this. Let me call him. Are you going to call him? like, yeah, but he he said not to call him. He's not interested. I'm like, dude, we just bought that lead, man. We can call Let's call him again. You know, so I call him. And I'm like, hey, Gary, how's it going? He's like, yeah, who's this? Like, hey, you know, this is Miguel from Allstate. Look, you were just talking to Ron a few minutes ago. And, yeah, so he was just telling me that you're actually happy with Progressive. But I think that, you know, there's a couple of things that, that maybe you didn't realize. And so I just want to tell you a little bit more. So what kind do you have with progressive? Because, like, oh, you know, I'm, a, I'm actually a truck driver. I don't really drive that much. Like, really? Oh, I can hear that. Where are you at right now? Oh, I'm in Michigan. And so long story short, I ended up getting the quote, and I handed it to him. And I think that, you know, just doing that with them, you know, helps them see that not, not only that, that it could be done, but that I'm willing to do it, right? That I'm not telling them to do something that I, I wouldn't do myself. It doesn't always work out. Right. I right. tried that with another person like a few <laughs> months later and they, they actually hung yeah, up on get me. It. So, I yeah. like, sorry, man. But, you know, we were, I was laughing about it with them. But I think yeah. that part of, of just, you know, helping them see that it, it could be done and also that that I'm willing to do it as, also is, yeah. is, is a way that, that I keep them motivated. And the fact, like, even if you,
2: that you get hung up on, you're like, nah, no big deal. Who cares? Right. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just that, yes. just for them to see, because they always think of the worst. You know, oh, it feels so. But yeah, but like, look, it's no big deal. Yeah. You did it,
0: got it over yes. with. And, that, and that's actually a tip that I learned also from, and I think a few of my guys learned from from my. There's a there's a word that we say in Spanish for someone that has your same name. So my ToCayo, he 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 will run, right. So yeah, so yeah. I learned that from Miguel. Like that, you know what, if you get hung up, you know you're winning. And that's basically what I tell them, right? Yeah, look, man, we're winning, man. If we get hung up on, that's okay. Yeah. I'd rather you get hung up on than you give up. So, yep. Yeah.
2: yeah. If you're not the getting last... hung up on, then you're not trying hard enough.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
2: Hey, what
1: are you still doing here?
2: Well, while you're still here and while it's fresh in your mind, check out live.teledudes.com.
1: Yeah, if you weren't listening before, we took notes from over 100 interviews with top agents from around the country and made it into a live webcast. Using these strategies did help Craig
2: and I write over $10 in premium in the last couple years.
1: And let me tell you, on this call, you'll receive the exact blueprint to get the very same results.
2: Again, that's live.teledudes.com to register for this upcoming Tuesday's live call with us.
1: And... If you jump on with us, we are certain 2022 will be an absolutely fantastic year for you. See you there.